Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello writers, I'm Josiane Fortin and today I'm interviewing Tracy Beavers. Tracy is, among other things, a sales coach, so we'll be talking sales today. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here with you. So can you start off by telling us a little bit about you? Yes. So I live in Arkansas, uh, which is why you probably hear a Southern accent. Um, I think your accent is beautiful, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, I am a wife. I'm a mom of two kids and um, we have an English Labrador that we love very much. I started my coaching practice officially two years ago, but I have always been a coach. Um, It just took me a while to realize it. And it took me a while to realize that what I'd really like to do is turn it into an actual business so that I could help more people. So I have, did you have your heart set on sales or did you want to be like a general business coach? I actually started off as a life coach. Okay. Yeah. And it evolved into business and sales because that's what I was being asked about the most. And a good friend of mine pointed out to me, she said, you're really good in business and you're really good in sales. And it wasn't that I wasn't good at the life coaching part. But the truth of the matter is that it's all really kind of the same thing. So if somebody comes to me for business and sales coaching, there's a life coaching aspect to that as well, because it's all wrapped up together. Our personal lives and our professional lives are all the same. We're all the same person. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I agree with that. Sorry, I cut you off um, because like, I feel like I can sell things when I'm working for someone else. Like I can see opportunities and like, I don't mind sharing because like this, this will be really good for you. You should buy this. You should buy that. But then when it comes to my things, like the books that I write, Mm -hmm. I can't sell. Like, I feel like I, I'm blocked. So that goes back to life coaching because it's all in my head. So I was wondering, like, can you, I feel like a lot of authors have the same issue. So how can we gain confidence and like just talk about our books. If people ask for a recommendation, be like, well, I wrote something great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So um, if I were an author and someone asked me um, for books, let's say I wrote a nonfiction book about sales and I wanted to promote it. Um, In my mind, the way I approach sales, first of all, is a lot of people think that, um, when we get in a sales role, we have to say different words or put on a sales hat and a sales suit and, you know, say salesy words and be different than we are. And we don't. What I tell my clients and remind my clients of is that you have a gift. You have a product that helps people. It's a book. It either brings them joy or escape or knowledge. For example, if it's you know, if it's a fiction-based book that that's very, um, if it's fiction-based, but actually historical at the same time, or nonfiction obviously is very, brings education. Those are things that people are looking for. And when you have something that is what people are looking for, that's going to help them, it's going to change their life in some way. How can you not share it? 
So being in sales really is all about being a problem solver. It's finding out what it is the client is looking for, what is their pain point, what problem can you solve for them? And then if you are the best solution, offering that solution, and there's not anything wrong with saying, I wrote an amazing book about sales. I'd love for you to check it out. It's yeah. as simple as that. <laughs> it sounds simple, but it's so hard. Like when you get in front of someone and then like, oh, I wrote like some contemporary romance or I wrote like a nonfiction. I just find it really hard unless I'm in the sales like setting where I'm a, a book fair where people expect it then like it's much easier in those situations right and I'm wondering since you're in sales have you heard of the concept a thousand true fans and like how can we find fans pretty much like even if you haven't heard the concept like can, how can we get people to like us and to like our work mm -hmm. So I have not heard of that concept, but I will look it up after this podcast because <laughs> um, I'm always looking for, for new, great information that I can share with my clients. So the biggest thing I would say for you to find fans, um, do you have, a, and if you've got an existing client base, which I'm sure that you do as an author, I'm sure you have fans already. Yeah. Yeah. So the best way to grow your fan base even further, and this would be for an author with uh, readers or in my case, sales coach with coaching clients, the best way for me to grow my business is through word of mouth referrals. So if I can love on my clients, um, establish a very deep connection with them, build a relationship with them that's more than just coaching or more than just books, they will be so loyal to you and so excited about what you're doing that they can't help but share it with other people. So that's a really great way to grow your client base is using your existing clients. They know you, they like you, they trust you, they love your books, they love what you do. And so it's almost easier to um, just to deepen that relationship with them so that they want to refer you out. Um, you could also create um, a referral or an affiliate program actually, if you wanted to. That's a great way to grow a client base. If you feel like you want to reward your existing readership for referring your books, that would be a great way to do it. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's really good. I don't know how I would do that. I have to think about that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would have to sell, sell direct and I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. I, I think I should look into that. And do you have tips for uh, authors attending book fairs? Like I've heard people don't like to be greeted other um other shoppers really like the, that interaction like are we able to tell from the person like if they're looking down like how can we make more sales during those events for sure so um I would well you have to do it in a way that's authentic to you for me I'm a people person I'm an extrovert I love people I have a very hard time walking past someone without saying hello. Okay. I've, I've tried to do it. <laughs> I'm being, especially being from the South where we talk to everybody. Uh, when I go vi visit my sister who lives up North, she has to remind me that not everybody talks to everybody you know, in New York city. So don't say hi to strangers. Right, don't talk to strangers, you know, and I'm, and I'm the one that's like, hi, how are you? Have a yeah. Day, you At know? the coffee waiting in line just say, yeah. Hey, 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 making friends. Yeah, for sure. That's me. <laughs> So for me, what I do, um, 
I have, I have a couple of businesses, not my coaching practice, but I have a couple of businesses that I've done in the past where I did have vendor events. I had physical products I was selling. So, so one of the biggest things about that is um, you want to be available to the people that are coming up to your booth. And a lot of times we stand behind the booth, depending on the logistics of the vendor, um, let the layout of the vendor booths. If it's possible for you to stand more towards the front in front of it so that you can greet people, say hello, look them in the eye, you'll know within a minute or two in your gut if they are a people person and if they do want to engage. Um, a great way to capture all the contact information of everyone that's coming by your booth is to do a giveaway. And I'm sure you already know this if you're attending these events. I've never you- done it. It's a really smart idea. I never thought about it. Well, we have to have a way of capturing all the information of our clients because, um, for example, I have some clients who have never kept track of their clients' contact information, emails, phone numbers, if you can get them, physical addresses, if you can get them, and keeping them in a, a, a storage bank, a repository. I call it a CRM system where you have a software program where you can put all of your clients' information. The mistake that we make a lot of times is, especially now, running our businesses on social media. If the only way you have to contact your clients is through Facebook Messenger, Instagram DMs, LinkedIn Messenger, then we run the risk of losing all of that precious data if those platforms were to shut down or have a problem. We don't own those platforms. So that's almost like building a business on rented space because we don't own it. So what you want to do is be sure and capture all that information. And if I, were, if I were an author, I would want to stay in front of my clients regularly with emails. Once a week, twice a month, reaching out maybe with a newsletter that says, hey, here's what I've got going on in my personal life. Also, here's what I'm write, working on writing. Have you read any great books lately? I read this one and I loved it. I want to recommend this book to you just deepening that relationship. So back to my point about the vendor event, a great way to capture all of that contact information for all those people that come up to your booth is to do a giveaway. And very simply, you just make little slips of paper that they could fill out that has their name, email, phone number, if they're comfortable giving it. And you could get, you need to give away something that is enticing. So it could be your entire series of books. If you have, you know, more than one book, it could be if, it's all, if you only have one book right now, it could be your book with a beautiful tote bag and, um, I don't know, some re- cute reader glasses or a little magnifying glass or a highlighter, something that coordinates with the book. Um, but that's a great way to do that. And then when you get back from the vendor event, you have all the information, you enter it into your CRM system. It could be an Excel spreadsheet that you put it into. But that way, you know who your people are. And you can deepen that relationship with them by reaching out and saying, thank you so much for coming to my booth. It was so much fun to meet you. You know, this is the person that won the, the, the gift. I'll be mailing that out to them soon. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good tip to get more people on our mailing list. And um, what do you advise people do on social media, even if it's rented land? <laughs> It's very useful to be there. What should we do? What should we post to get people to like us and like our books? Mm -hmm. So you want to be um, careful that uh, we want to be careful 
myself included, that we're not too businessy or too salesy in the, in the wrong places. So for example, on Facebook, we have a Facebook business, uh, we have a Facebook personal profile and then a Facebook business profile. You should have that for your books, for your business. And then you should, you could have a Facebook group for your readership. That would be really fun. So the Facebook personal profile, we wanna follow the 80-20 rule. And the 80-20 rule is 80% of what you post on your personal is personal, 20% is your business. So seven days out of the week, you could post five days personal stuff. You're traveling, picture of your dog, uh, did you get new furniture? What are you cooking for dinner? You know, that kind of thing. And engaging with your readership and your friends and your family there. And then 20%, I have a book launch coming up. I'd love for you to share this forward. You know, here's my, here's my new idea for my next book. What do you think? That kind of thing. And then your business page, it's the reverse. It's 80-20, but it's 80% business, 20% personal. Because we always want to have that personal touch that deepens that connection as a human being, which is the key to building the relationships that lead to the sales. So we can't be all business and we can't be all yeah. personal. We've got to be a mix of both. But I like I having a rule like that, like how you say it, like even if it's not like a rule and no one's going to catch you and, and, and right. look at like, it just makes sense to me to have like this um, orientation that I can follow. Like I should post more about this and less about that. So I really like the way you explain it. Thanks. It's not, it's not original to me. I, I don't remember where I heard it, but it's been around for a long time, but it helps my clients when they are feeling weird about posting because they're afraid they're going to be seen as salesy or spammy or annoying. And, you know, they don't want to be constantly saying, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. That's not good. Um, but if they can, in their mind, they think, okay, this week I posted five times for personal. So it's okay for me to post about my business. You know, it kind of gives them a, a guideline to follow. Yeah. So that's more comforting. Um, tell me, do you use Facebook groups? I have a Facebook group, but that's not for author because I do a lot of things. So it's not about being an author. Yeah. Okay. Have you considered having a Facebook group for your readership? I haven't considered it. I'm still trying to build my platform for my author, like a business page. Mm -hmm. so I haven't considered it yet. Yeah. yeah. So a great way to attract people to you is by bringing value. So think through who is your ideal reader? Who's your, your ideal client that buys your book? What are they interested in? What are they looking for? What do they want to know more about? Um, for example, If I were writing say, books about sales, my readership would be business people, people in sales that are looking for more content like that. And so a great way for me to deepen that connection and draw them to me is by giving them that education, maybe through a Facebook Live, talking about sales, not necessarily my coaching services or my online course that I have, but sales in general, business in general organizational tips for business. Those are the kinds of things that I post on my business page to draw people in and attract them to me and, and help them see that I am the expert and I'm not all about myself. I want to bring value to them and educate them and help them be uh, smarter in business and more comfortable in sales. And then in my Facebook group, we deepen that even further. That's where I do my Facebook lives. Actually, 
I, that's where I started doing my Facebook lives. I've changed that recently. And I use a platform that allows me to broadcast the Facebook live to the personal page, the business page, the group, YouTube, and LinkedIn, <laughs> kind of all the things at the same time. You're all over the place at, in, the place. Like, at the same time. At the same time. Yeah. But that Facebook live would be a really fun way for you to connect at a deeper level, giving a little bit of you, a little bit of what you're working on, asking them what they think, you know, depending on the kind of books that you're writing um, and the, you know, if, if it's fiction or nonfiction and that kind of thing, there's a lot you can do in a Facebook group and you're developing a community of like-minded people who love your work. They love to read. They can't wait to get the latest and greatest from you. And so that deepens that relationship and little by little, you'll find people that um, you'll find readers that will add their friends to your group and that grows your group. You'll also find people that you connect with on Facebook that you wanna to invite to your group. All these new people that you met at the vendor show that bought your book, they could be, at, you could say, hey, I've got a really great Facebook group and you could have a QR code right there mm -hmm. at your booth that has your Facebook group link on it, makes it super easy for them to connect with you. Right, that's a good idea. And do you have like tips because like you say, ask people what they're looking for, but then like when you're starting out, like people don't interact as much. Like I've tried to ask people like, what are you looking for? And like, I get like crickets. So I'm not sure if there is like a way or it's just like, I'm too early in that process, but I do want to better serve like the, my readers. So do you have any tip about on this? Yeah, I do. So tell me, where are you posting the question? For example, this would be on my author page on Facebook. On Facebook. Okay. So, and, and are you posting it as a question? Tell me what you're looking for or. I did a survey once. Okay, good. Yeah. So I, that's what I was going to suggest as a poll. People love to give their opinion. So tell me what was the, tell me what kind of books that you focus on for your writing. I'm all over the place. So that's why like I, one day I'm hoping to start like have an identity and I like be this kind of writer, but I write self-help and I write novels, but I'm all over the place. So sci-fi, fantasy, mm -hmm. I'm trying, like, I just get stories and I have to write them because they just keep bugging me and just keep coming back. Right. And right. so I don't have, like, I wish I would just be like sci-fi, steampunk, and that's it. And then like, that would make it so much easier. And I write in French and English. So I'm pretty much all over the place. That's so. okay. <laughs> I, I don't think you're all over the place at all. I think that you just have a lot of great, really great ideas. But what, you, what, you're, what you're doing there though is the part that probably feels all over the place is the fact that each one of those readers is very different. Yes. Yes, so it's hard for mailing lists. It's hard like to create content because I don't know who I'm talking to because I'm talking to a lot of different people. Mm -hmm. Have you considered maybe having a group for each type of genre that you write for? I've thought about it, but right now I have like so few people. I have like a hundred people on my author page. Okay. So like I would spread myself really thin. Yeah. That might be difficult to do right now, but as you grow and go forward, um, you might want to consider that because they are very different readers. Yes. Um, so they're all together on your business page or in a Facebook group, did you say? A page. A page. Okay. Yeah. Um, business pages are not getting the traction that they were in the beginning. 
Um, a lot of people are wondering why we even have them anymore, quite frankly. <laughs> it, but it, the reason, one of the main reasons why we do want to have it is for that social proof. Yes. Absolutely. So I say, keep doing it, keep going with it. But if you don't get a lot of interaction, it's okay. I'm not sure if it's an algorithm thing or the fact that um, maybe because of the algorithm, they're not seeing it as readily, but that is not happening. Uh, that is happening to a lot more people than just you. So don't worry. <laughs> my interaction on my Facebook group is much deeper and higher than my business page. Okay. That makes sense. And would you have tips on how to get more reviews on Amazon? I feel like people are really still looking at reviews before they buy. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to have more reviews on, on Amazon. And I'm sure people listening too. So what advice would you have for that? I would say, so everybody wants to know what's in it for them. And so if you were to ask me, would you write me a review? my human being brain is going to think, well, what's in it for me? Well, now I'm the kind of person who would do it out of the goodness of my heart. And because I love you and I love your books and I would do it. But most of the people out there are not that way. They need a little bit of incentive. So I would think, what could you give them, gift them or give them either way that would incentivize them to write a review? It could be um, everybody that writes a review this next week gets entered into a drawing for a series of books or this beautiful pen, you know, things that your readership that go along with books, stationery, um, a coffee mug, something, or a gift card. It could be an Amazon gift card. Yeah. And I have to double check if we are allowed to do that because there are so many rules about reviews now that <laughs> it's kind of tricky. Like you can't pay someone, but what if there's a draft? Like, is it, is it the same thing? Right. But Yeah, I, I get the point that people don't mostly don't do it out of the goodness of their heart unless like they specifically know you and then Amazon doesn't want your friend to comment. So right. That's that's tricky. Amazon doesn't want your mom to write you. No, <laughs> no, they, Amazon doesn't like that. Right. And, well, do check the terms and conditions because that is not something I'm familiar with. I don't yeah. work with a lot of clients so far that sell products on Amazon to know the answer to that question. Um, I would say that to get reviews on Facebook um, or Google or things like that, you know, I have asked my clients before, if you would write me a review, I'll enter you into a drawing for a free 30 minute coaching session. Okay. That's a really good idea. I like that. And maybe it could be to sign up for a newsletter, like you would draw something like I, I could see using that maybe not for reviews, but for other purposes too. Right. And um, you're not an, uh, well, you're an author of magazine articles, but would you ever want to write a book? Yes. Yes. I have that on my vision for my, for myself. Yes. So I have an idea for a children's book. I actually thought I would have it written by now. Okay. It's still in it's. I have the outline. I have the ideas. I can okay, see. Okay. So you've started. Life. Yeah. I have the outline and everything. Um, I just got started into my coaching practice. Am I creating online courses and things like that and got, got pulled into that side of it. Um, so it's on the list of things. I would also like to have a podcast. I would also like to write um, books for, for sales. I'm finding more and more that people are just not comfortable when it comes to sales. And if I can bring my knowledge and what I know about the topic to help people get more confident with it, 
I'm kind of thinking I maybe I need to write a book. And I have um, actually just written, just finished a guide for gaining visibility without uh, paying for advertising. Okay. Um, and so that's going to be coming out soon. It's 22 pages. So I guess it would be a good ebook maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know on Amazon, you need 24 pages. Okay. But maybe for the ebook, that doesn't count. Like it's not really any issue then. Maybe I should write two more pages and put it on Amazon. <laughs> I think you should put it on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I may do that then. Thank you for that. <laughs> That's a dare. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay. So if people want to know more about you and get some coaching, where can they find you and where can they connect with you? The easiest place is tracybeavers.com. That's my website. And you can read about me, get a feeling for who I am. Um, and schedule a time for us to talk. You can do a 25 minute phone call with me on the website and we can hop on the phone or Zoom, whichever, and chat about your needs to make sure that coaching really is what you need because it might not be. Um, and if I'm the right coach for you, that's the thing I like to be sure about is that whatever it is that you need, that's something that I can actually do. That's super important. Um, I also have my awesome Facebook group that I talked about. It's called Be a Confident Entrepreneur, Gain Confidence and Grow Your Income. I would absolutely love for the authors that follow your podcast to join us there. I do, I do Facebook Live trainings every week and you know, bring um, support and everything to the membership. And our members actually collaborate on several things. It's been really exciting. So we People have- get to ask you questions during the live. So if they have questions, they can meet you there. They can, they can throw them in the chat, in the comments. Awesome. And when I'm finished with the training, I can answer questions. They can mm -hmm. always send me a DM or they can post their question in the group and all the other members will help. It's really, really a fun group. And we have a couple of authors in there actually. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll make sure to share all those links in the show notes. So thank, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you are ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing, 